Hello, family and friends. We're here for day two with Jason and Angie Willem from Evansville, good friends of ours from church, and talking about what has God done for you, and finish talking about his plans, and thankful for having you guys today, and thank you, Father, for blessing our time and speaking through us in the precious name of Jesus. So I'm going to kick it back over to you guys. Well, Greg, we were talking about the devil and his plans for our lives, and you know how he wants to take all of us out. And so I wanted to tell you about God and what he's done in our lives. Amen. I did want to tell you about a specific event that changed our lives and it was just more proof that God is always with us. The year was 2007 and we had planned to go to a friend's house to swim. And in the rush of getting three children ready, I forgot their floaty suits, like a life jacket kind mm -hmm. of suit. And we were almost to my friend's house and I called to let her know that I'd be late because we had to go back home to get those suits and she said oh no i've got you know life jackets come on we'll take care of it so we just kept driving as we arrived at the house i noticed a full-blown party in progress and i was a bit concerned about too much chaos going on and i was the only one available to watch three children and she assured me that the pool would not be opened up until all the parents were outside and ready to supervise the children so they had a retractable cover and all that so I got all of my children ready to swim and then sent them out one by one to play on the playground next to the pool. And then I got myself ready, which we always know that's not, that's not smart. <laughs> I now know that. So I got everyone ready. Everyone's playing on the playground. And as I walked outside, someone ran in and said, call 911. It's Preston. And I imagined just in that split second that there would be blood, like he broke his arm or got cut on the swing set or something. But actually what happened is the eight-year-old little girl that lived there decided that it was time to open the pool and got the key out of the safe and opened up that pool cover without any of the adults knowing. So my sweet little four-year-old Preston went to wait for me by the side of the pool and slipped into the deep end undetected. So there was only one parent outside at the time, and she was quickly putting life jackets on multiple children by herself. Earlier, as we were driving to our friend's house, Preston was asking if his friend Michael could save him if he got into trouble in the pool. And I said, no, because Michael was only five years old, which was just a year older than Preston. He continued to ask if any of the other children at the house could save him. And I said, well, possibly, because they're a little bit older. Well, God had a plan. Little five-year-old Michael came outside and saw Preston's lifeless body at the bottom of the pool and took action. He dove into the pool to help. He pulled Preston up from the bottom and held him up long enough for someone to notice. The life jacket mama that I talked about earlier pulled Preston from the water and began doing CPR on his little blue body. This was the scene I walked up on as a stranger was breathing life into my swollen baby boy. Yeah, it, I was not there. I was at work that day, so I didn't know any of this was going on. So this was unbeknownst to me. I was dealing with my own issues with work. So, As I struggled to process the situation, this mama that I'd never met continued to perform CPR like a pro for several minutes. I began to praise the Lord because I was in shock, and I, I really didn't know what to do at that moment. Everyone thought I had lost my mind because I was praising the Lord when my baby was fighting for his life. Psalm 121 says, I will lift my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. 
He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The shade shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. He shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. So when you have a God who has promised all of these things to you, why wouldn't you call upon your Lord and Savior in your time of need? You see, I was taught about miracles and the power of faith and that all things are possible with God. So I put my mighty faith in the Lord that he would save my sweet Preston. And then it happened. We heard a gasp as Preston struggled to take a breath. That sweet mama told me to pick him up and hold him upside down to help him empty his stomach. Miraculously, Preston began to breathe after being deprived of oxygen for approximately five minutes. As he started to cry, I scooped him up and took him away from the crowd to a quiet corner. As Preston began to calm down, I began quizzing him on his ABCs and 123s, and, but he was so scared that he refused to speak. This concerned me, but I knew how strong my God is so I claimed complete restoration and no brain damage. As I looked up from my sweet baby boy's face, I could see many brown figures through my tears. I was confused, but I just believed them to be angels watching over us. I felt a peace come over me and I knew that the Lord was with us. As my vision cleared, the figures came into focus and one addressed me and said, ma'am, we were responding to a drowning. It looks like everything is okay here. Well, these figures were the 10 to 12 sheriff's deputies from our county coming to assist, and they actually wear brown uniforms, but I, I still believe they're angels. <laughs> so we rode an ambulance to the emergency room and stayed and in the hospital. that's about the time I got a phone call was when Yeah, you when we were in the ambulance, yeah. we called daddy and let him know what happened, but uh, many doctors and nurses came through the night to see the miracle baby and miracle boy, but... And they told me statistics of those who survive a drowning and still die, you know, to pneumonia. And that's one of the things to note was the <clears throat> pool was a brand new pool. And it was one of, I'd never heard of it, but it was a saline pool. It was mm-hmm. a saltwater pool. So it did not have the chlorine uh, that no, most normal pools have in it. Mm-hmm. So I think that attributed to. So, right. the, yeah, you'll see here in a second how. I think, you know, what the devil meant for evil, God turned it for good. But I began to tell the doctors about my God. You see, some may question if God is real, then why did he allow this to happen? But I look at it like this. God didn't allow this to happen. He saved my sweet child from death, and he also saved me from a lifetime of heartache. God sent that mama. Hmm. God sent that mama to help my child. And did I mention that she's a cardiac nurse? Wow. That was God, not an accident. God made sure that that five-year-old was a fantastic swimmer so that one day he could save his four-year-old friend from drowning. We nominated Michael for Junior Hero of the Year through the Red Cross, and he won. Praise God. Later on, I asked Preston what it was like being under the water and if he was scared. He told me that he wasn't scared because Jesus was down there with him. So Preston had no brain damage, no water in his lungs, and no pneumonia. Praise God. And you know, that's not the first time the devil tried to kill him. No. That was the second time. Yep. Uh, No, no, actually, that was the third. That was the third time. The first time was when he was born. He was born breech, and when they brought him out, or finally got him out, he wasn't breathing. 
And so there are all these nurses around and they hit the blue button on the wall. And when you're at a hospital and they hit the blue button on the wall, that means that's mm-hmm. respiratory issue. He wasn't breathing. So, uh, so he got to stay the night in the ICU then. And then to, when he was two years old, he had sleep apnea. And so we, we were up late one night, we went to check on him and he wasn't breathing. And then he would start breathing and he would snore and he would start breathing. So he, he was two years old and he was snoring like a man. It was really, really bizarre. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we, uh, through surgery, tonsils, and then adenoids taken out, he, um, you know, that we got that fixed. And then f- at four years old, he had this little incident with the pool. So, <laughs> so as you can see, God yeah. has showed up yes. big time for our family because of our faith in him and because his mercy endures forever. We serve a God of grace and mercy. And it says in Hebrews 4.16, Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Well, praise God. You know, I was thinking as you were going through that testimony about how it doesn't say that there'll be no weapons, but they, they shall not prosper against right. us. Right. As a Christian, we have promises it always, you know, makes you feel bad for people that don't know Jesus because they don't have those promises. Right. You know, they're living for the the devil who steals and kills and destroys. And just uh, want to encourage you out there today: if you don't know Jesus, don't wait another day. He's calling on you. His arms are wide open out there to to bring you into fellowship with Him. He loves you, and He'll help protect you too. But you have to be in covenant with Him. He's a covenant God. Yes. And so I, we're going we're gonna to finish up tomorrow, obviously. If one of you guys wants to finish this out in prayer, it'd be great. Heavenly Father, we just lift you up, or we just lift up this, uh, this podcast to you, Lord. We just thank you, Lord, for Greg and this opportunity to share the love of Christ. And what a great God we serve. Wow. He yes, is, amen. He's amazing. So we just can't thank him enough. And words just aren't enough. I mean, it's, you know... Show him with your actions. Show him with your life, because it does depend on it. And he wants the the Creator of the universe wants to have a relationship. And Lord, we just we just thank you for that. That you want us to be a part of your family, and that you're doing everything you can to get our attention and to let us know that you love us unconditionally. And we just thank you for that grace, that mercy. We just thank you for that love and that care that you have for us. That you sent your son Jesus, Lord. And we just thank you for it. And we give you all the praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And folks, I just feel strongly impressed in my spirit that there's people out there today that are ready to give their life over to Jesus. Just say, Jesus, I receive your lordship in my life. I repent of sin. And I accept you as my Lord and Savior in Jesus' name. If you said that simple prayer with your heart, you're born again, you're saved, and get into a good church. You got to grow up in the Lord. You know, a lot of people, they give their life to Jesus and then they don't get plugged in. But there's a pastor out there for you to help you. And you can pray. And if you need any help or prayer, please call me at 812-449-8147. Or you can contact us at CelebrateJesusMinistry at gmail.com. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus Jesus thought about you at the cross at Calvary. Calvary.